huge announcement, guys. Tickets are now on sale for our 2 million listen tour. We are going to multiple cities throughout September. We've got Melbourne on the 7th, Brisbane on the 14th, and Sydney on the 21st. Tickets are moving fast, so get yours before they sell out. Head to the link in our Instagram bio to grab yours now. We are going to have so much fun at these shows, so come along and hang out with us. We can't wait to see you. Hey guys, it's Anna here. Unfortunately, we don't have a new episode this week because I am lapping it up in Europe. But we have an amazing episode that we are dropping for you. We had so much fun recording this and we know that you're going to love it. So hope you enjoy. Bye. I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She, how do I put this, isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are drunk texting one another and looking at the psychology behind why we feel the need to send risque messages when we are 10 shots deep. Look, Anna, we've all been there, so we're going to help you successfully write and respond to those what are you doing text messages. Stay tuned to find out whether drunk texts are truly sober thoughts. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Welcome back, Anna. Another day in the studio. How are you feeling? I'm okay. Can you smell a bit of deep heat? I've got a sore neck, so I feel like... Pouring it on my neck oh. to try and like loosen it Why off. Why is that? You know when you just wake up rough? Yeah. I've just, yeah. I've just been waking up a bit rough lately. I thought that smell was taking me back to the footy change rooms. <laughs> getting the rubbed down by the weird looking trainers. <laughs> telling me that they've never seen muscles as big as mine. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like sometimes you make up these compliments. I swear. I hear it. So, I don't know. If someone says it or I think it, it's still in my mind. Oh God. How's your week been? Good. Good. Um, we haven't touched on something though. Yeah. The fashion show from a couple of weeks ago we went to. Do you yeah. remember that one? <laughs> I do remember that one. Yeah. I actually can't believe you're bringing that back up. But yes, I do remember. Yeah. See, we didn't touch on the fact of someone was walking in there and we had to watch from front row. <laughs> I, I mean, how awkward you're getting. You didn't want me to bring this up, did you? I didn't really expect Matt to bring this up, so I'm a little bit shook. But yes, Matt and I did go to a fashion show a few weeks back now. I thought I had like avoided that chat, but here we are. We've been busy. We've had guests in the meantime. We've had other topics <laughs> to chat about, but here it is. We need to bring it up. Yeah. So, do you want me to? Well, we were sitting front row, sitting yeah. there. It was you, me, Jen, and Michael. So, yeah. we're sitting front row. With our partners. Yes. We're watching this beautiful fashion show, some beautiful clothes. And it was an all male runway. So, they're coming out. And who, none other that comes out than your ex, Josh <laughs> Packham. <laughs> I'll give you this. He actually did look good in what he was wearing. I did like it. but what- <laughs> To be honest, I was surprised you weren't asked because you're an actual model. Like you're a six foot five. You've, you know, Keep you. the compliments coming. <laughs> I've walked my I'm saying no more, but I was surprised to see you weren't asked to do that runway show. But then. Oh, to, to be honest, um, maybe it got lost in my junk mail. Or <laughs> <laughs> maybe He's just, too popular, everyone. Yeah, maybe they knew they couldn't afford it. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, I was. I wasn't too surprised I wasn't in. I think I haven't walked a catwalk in what years? When was the last time you walked one? 
a long time we ago. Did say I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> yeah, we did say afterwards, though, that would you f- I'd find it pretty weird to do now. I don't think I'd be able to take it as seriously as I used to. You know what I mean? It'd be, it'd be different. Yeah, like I used to take them very seriously. Like I yeah. was like full Zoolander mode on. <laughs> I know you definitely yeah, were. Yeah, I wanted to get that good photo. And I mean, the guys on the runway did an amazing job and they were very Zoolander-esque. So, let's talk about it, though. Josh Packham, your ex, everyone knows yep. that, comes strutting out, looking very Zoolander. <laughs> You're sitting front row with your ring, glistening in the light. With My new fiancé. Michael sitting next to you. <laughs> Do you want me to talk you through what emotions you're feeling when that happens? I didn't really feel any emotions. I was just kind of like, I mean, pre-show, you were like, hey, just a little heads up, Josh, your ex and his twin brother are walking in the show. So I was like, oh, okay, like that's fine. Like it is yeah, what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, Josh and I are on like fine terms. Um, there's no bad blood. So I was just like, that's cool. When I saw him, like I didn't really feel any type of way. I was just like, it is what it is. I mean, you were like camera at the ready, like zooming in on him. I was I know. like, that's a bit much. I but you do you, Matt. <laughs> I wanted to get him and then your reaction, but you you sold nothing. You didn't give anything away. You didn't look like anything. What was strange about that though, and I know that you knew this was happening, was directly across from me and you on this runway catwalk, was the Daily Mail and they had like a camera set up just pointing directly at me, Michael, you and Jen. And I was like, is this because they know that my ex-boyfriend is walking in the runway and I'm sitting here with my new fiancé? Like, is that why they're pointing the camera at us? Because I was a little bit shook about that. Yeah, that was a bit (laughs) awkward, I reckon. I saw that as well and I was like, oh, Anna better not look too... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> too, I don't know, look too angry at him or too like upset. You just have to be neutral, just right? Neutral, like you can't be happy. You can't laugh. You definitely can't look angry. In wrestling, we call it no selling. What's so, that? Just blank face. Yeah, just I think I did a good blank face. You did. Well, had you spoken to Josh since you guys got engaged? No, actually. Uh, so no congratulation message or anything from Josh? No, I didn't. I don't think so. Oh, wow. Well, maybe, you've got, <laughs> maybe you've had too many messages. You've lost his... <laughs> No, I'm pretty sure I didn't get a message from him, but that's okay. Well, speaking of messages, so Jen and I celebrated our one year a couple of weeks ago. Congrats. It's a big milestone. It is. It's gone so quickly. What did you guys do for it? Well, we went to Crown, spent the night there, had a nice night, really romantic. Played uh, holy moly golf, um, had a little bit of friendly competition. Let's just put it this way. There were some sexual acts up for grabs for whoever wins. (laughs) A lot at stake. Really? Yeah. A couple of hole-in-ones would lead to maybe a hole-in-one. Who knows? Oh, ew. <laughs> but, yeah, so we'd go, we were looking back at old messages and we were like, let's reminisce on before we started dating. Yeah. So, Cute. we're sitting there in the bed and we're going through them and um, she took it right back. So, she went back to the start of our Instagram conversation. That's hard to get right back. Yeah, it's a well, lot of scrolling. It was a lot of scrolling <laughs> and she got there and um, – Let's just say a couple of those messages from me, I think I've touched on them. They were thirsty. Were they? Yeah, like I was sending some serious like- What were you sending? You're my dream girl. You're 11 out of 10. I'm going to pick you up. <laughs> I'll post these on the Facebook group if anyone wants to see them. There's some really- she go, I think, I'm excited to yeah, see these. I think one of them she says, um, I go, I'm going to pick you up for drinks on Monday. Um, let's share a bottle of red. And she's like, I don't drink red or something. I can't remember exactly word for word, but it was really painful to look back on. 
But we're looking at them. We're looking at the time that they were sent and the date because you yeah. can see it obviously. And I was like, I was like, let's see what I was doing because that time's a very random time. Yeah. So I've gone into my camera roll. I pay for the iCloud Supreme, so I've got it all. I can look at photos from like four, five, six years ago. So I scroll out. I'm going through my photos. I look. I try find the month. Find the month. I find like the time, and I figure out. I was on the Gold Coast with my mates having a having a fun trip with the boys that weekend. Oh, so you're having a boys trip when you sent these messages to yeah. Jen. <laughs> so I'm looking through them. I'm looking through them. And I said, what time was that sent? And she was like, oh, it looks like 11 something or whatever time it was. And I was like, oh my God, you're kidding. And I, I don't remember the exact time, but it was like 11.28. I'd sent the messages and at 11.30... There was a photo of me <laughs> in a booth with my mates, the huge fishbowl, just absolutely pissed out of my eyelids, just like this with a fishbowl. So, two minutes before I had taken that photo pissed, I was sending Jen thirsty messages. We love a drunk text, don't we? <laughs> but it was completely not going to get me anywhere. She was in Melbourne. I was on the Gold Coast. So, that just shows the levels that you're willing to go for for Jen. Like, <laughs> you were so obsessed with her that even although you were in different states, you were like, I don't care. I don't, you're getting a drunk text yeah, tonight. Yeah, you're looking fit in whatever story you've posted. You're getting these messages. <laughs> Someone please lock me up. <laughs> Not doing well. Well, look, on that note, I think it's time to talk all things drunk texts. Okay, Matt. So, you used to drunk text your now girlfriend, Jen, before you guys had even met and you used to send her heaps of drunk messages. But the question that I want to ask is why did you drunk text? Like, why do we drunk text? Well, I think that one was... I was quite drunk. I'm not going to lie. I was probably pretty horny. Okay. And I was throwing some feelers out there. Hail Marys, I like to call them. So, in American football, a Hail Mary yeah. is when the quarterback will throw it and just hope it lands. <laughs> in so, someone's so, you were sending out a few Hail Marys <laughs> yeah, here and there. Yeah, Hail Marys when I used to get drunk and I was single. <laughs> thinking one of them will land. So, you know, I'm not picking up right now. In the but club. she was in a different state. I was hoping it landed. <laughs> The definition You're of it landed for the following weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It eventually landed and that's the point of a Hail Mary. It eventually right. landed. So, But why would you send a drunk text? Well, look, I think we all send drunk texts because we have a bit of Dutch courage. We're feeling a little bit more confident. We probably think less about the ramifications of that text the next day when you're sober. So I guess we're maybe less accountable for our actions. <laughs> How about the next day when you wake up and you see some of the messages you've sent? Demons. Oh. Demons. Fuck, just straight swipe delete. I don't even look. Stop it. So you won't even go in to see I the chat? I wouldn't even look, no. I never would. I'd just be like, that is fucked. But doesn't like the not knowing stress you out even more? Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> see, that's not the mindset that I have. Like, I just don't want to know what I've said because I've known I've been in some states and I would have sent some real fucked up stuff and you just delete it i've got one f- for you actually. yeah do you know when a guy is sending you a hail mary text what do you mean like S- you're just throwing it out there drunk text as in like he's see, trying like, to get laid yeah do you know when they come through yeah like, absolutely sh- surely how do you like how a wyd you- a what you doing is like if someone's throwing out a wyd 
you know that it's a booty call, right? Like, it's not even a, hey, how you going? What guys are sent, actually sending that? That's so Someone's, lazy. Someone sent me a WID and I was like, I literally, I remember he sent it to me the week prior and then the next week I was out at the club and I was like, the audacity of you to send me a WID, like... How did you know him? How well did you know him? He was just like, he's just like the town player and fuck boy. So like, it wasn't a surprise to get a what you're doing from him. Yeah. But like, I was just thinking like, I wonder how many WYDs he sent out that night. Like at least 10. At least. At a minimum. I I guarantee (laughs) you. At a minimum 10. But yeah, I think to answer your question, personally for me, I think the difference between a 9.59 message and a 10 o'clock message is massive because I think when it ticks over to 10 o'clock, it's a booty call, right? You said this before and I was saying that I think that's still a bit early. My I don't booty know. calls are kicking at around 12.01. I think like in general, if someone's messaging you after 7 p.m. on a Friday or a Saturday night, yeah, then that's, you yeah. can guarantee they're out drinking with their friends. They're not They're not messaging you because they're trying to tee up a day. They're messaging you because they're like, I'm out. I want to see if you're out and like let's link up later. Yeah, yeah, I, I've definitely, yeah, everyone's def- definitely sent them. I just want to know if girls actually know that they're coming in hot as a WID text <laughs> and an actual like, you know what I mean? What do you mean? No. So like a guy sends you one. Have you ever woken up to guys sending them to you? Absolutely, yeah. What do you do? Just laugh? I just don't reply. I'm like, that's embarrassing and like you're probably going to look at that in the morning and go, oop. Yeah. But if you like that them, then. Ma- back to that sort of <laughs> but stuff. if you like them, then maybe you would reply and be like, ha ha, someone had a big night last night. You know, like. Flirt with bit, them. Bit of cheekiness. Yeah. <laughs> I remember actually, I was seeing this guy probably like two years before I met Michael. Yeah. And it's actually someone that Michael has met a couple of times. So Michael is aware of this person who I used to date. You guys are civil, obviously. Who? You and the guy are still civil. No, no, we don't talk. Oh. And we hadn't talked for a while. Yeah. But I remember when that guy who I used to see found out that I was seeing Michael, he then sent me like a 12 o'clock message being like, what are you up to? Are you out? And then Michael Michael saw the – Yeah, me and Michael were in bed and Michael saw the message and he's like – he knows that we're seeing each other and yeah. he hasn't messaged you in about six months. And the fact that this is a message at midnight that he's sending you when he knows that we're seeing each other, it's just plain rude, right? Yeah. So, what do you think the meaning behind that would be then? Well, I don't really know specifically, but I have a few theories. Mm. Um, the first one would be like, obviously, this other guy is kind of like, well, I was seeing Anna before Michael, so he's kind of like seeing if I'm still open to the idea of him, which I wasn't and I didn't reply. So maybe he was just like testing the waters to see like where my head was at and my head was with Michael and he never got a reply again. He got a ghosting. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor guy throwing, throwing out those text messages. Well, there's a lot of reasons. I don't know. Would you do that? Like if you were seeing someone like six months ago and then let's just say you're single for, mm. for the argument's sake. So you're seeing someone six months ago and then someone who you've met a few times, like a guy, starts seeing that person. Wouldn't give a fuck, to be honest. Okay, so what would make you send a message like that? I don't know. (laughs) Why would you send a message unless you were trying to like hook back up with them? 
I don't think I'd give a shit if they were seeing someone else. Yeah. So well, like, maybe he's trying <laughs> to see. Maybe you're trying to see how serious you are with the other person. So yeah. You can have another crack at him. Yeah. I think, and I think that's why. Yeah. That happened. Okay, so there's a lot of meanings behind sending a drunk text. I feel a lot of them would be that if you've received a drunk text from someone, they're thinking of you. Yeah, absolutely. And like also I feel like sometimes I reckon that I've sent drunk texts because I maybe feel a certain way about someone, Mm -hmm. but I really have no idea if those feelings are reciprocated. And so then I'm kind of like, well – I'm not going to say anything. But then when I get a little bit tipsy, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to like tell them how I feel and test the waters and yeah. confess all of my feelings towards them kind uh, of thing. And you then know? regret it the next day when you got that hangover anxiety. <laughs> hangover from hell, yeah. Um, this So another reason would be something reminded you of them. So I was, I remember New Year's Eve, Jen, someone she used to see texted her. Yeah. Actually was something that reminded them of her. She didn't reply, obviously, because me and her were having a cute romantic thing. But, like, that's an ambitious way to slide into someone's, like, DMs or rekindle something. I've had that, though. Have you? Yeah, like, someone will be like, oh, I'm at this restaurant that we once went to. And then they'll be like, this reminded me of you or, like, something like that. And it is. It's definitely a slide in. Mm. Like, and especially if someone's in a relationship, it's very, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely on that boundary of crossing a line. But it also could be super harmless I with no malice. Was. I don't think it was. <laughs> it wasn't? <laughs> no. It was very intimate share of details. Um, they could feel intimidated by you and they just can't talk to you sober. So I think a lot of girls have felt this stuff. <laughs> messaged me. <laughs> have you been intimidated by someone and messaged them while you were drunk and you couldn't talk to them while you were sober? Um, Didn't Michael do that to you? I mean, me and Michael definitely had like a lot of drunk messages like back and forth before we actually had a first date. Like we would kind of chat when he was out and I was out and then we'd like try and kind of meet up, but then it wouldn't work out. Mm. But I have a question for you. Do you think that you can send a drunk text and it's just like a genuine mistake? Like it just has no meaning behind it. What, to like the wrong person or you send? No, like you send the message maybe because you're bored or like you're maybe reaching out to like everyone in your phone book who comes up. And, like, there's literally no meaning behind it. So, you could send someone a message and, I don't know, like, flame react to something of someone. And then you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, why did I do that? Like, that's not how I feel at all. That used to be my Saturday <laughs> Flames to everyone. <laughs> Nat's, like, giving out flames to the I whole of Melbourne. I woke up in Vegas one time when I was, like, hammered. My DMs were just not well. Like really? I just deleted them all. Have you ever drunk texted me? Have I drunk texted you? Yeah, not in that way, but ever drunk texted anything? I think I drunk texted you the other day at the races, didn't I? <laughs> About you... something. I can't remember. We were chatting and it was a fucking reporter. No, I, I got a message. So Matt was at the races the other day and I got this message from these two girls and they <laughs> <laughs> sent me a message. Let me see if I can find my screenshots. You screenshotted it. I screenshotted it because it was so good. So it's these like two beautiful blonde girls with Matt and then it says, where are you from Matt? <laughs> so, I got a, so I got a drunk text recently from Matt through other people 
And I was like, that is so hilarious. Like, I don't know, like... (laughs) (laughs) We'll put this photo on our Facebook page for everyone. Um, (laughs) Look how I look unwell. Matt looks like his eyes are, like, not there, but... That's what um, endless amounts of champagne do to you. Yeah. Good champagne, though. <laughs> yeah, great. Very good champagne at the races. Yeah, very good champagne. So, I haven't drunk texted you only through someone else. Through someone else. You've drunk texted me. But, yeah, no, I don't think – we don't really drunk text each other. Like, no. it's not really a thing. <laughs> I mean, do you drunk text Jen if you're having a boys' night? All the time. Yeah. And what do you say? Can't wait to get home to you. Can't wait to snuggle. Yeah, can't wait to snuggle. You <laughs> should see what I'm packing. It's coming in hot. <laughs> do you do that with Michael or Michael do that with you? Um, Look, if I'm if he's on a boys' night and I'm at home, I kind of try to leave him to his own devices because I don't want to be like too overbearing. I'm like, we live together. We spend a lot of time together. We have like work projects that we're doing together. So like I'm going to leave him be. But like the drunk messages that he sends me are so funny. He's like... I mean, before we were engaged, I want to marry you. I'm going to put a ring on that finger. He says, like, I want to have babies with you. I can't wait till we have kids. (laughs) Michael's going to kill me. I know. Gee (laughs) whiz. You just threw him straight under the bus. Okay. So, what's the the most cringe drunk message you've ever sent, you reckon? I don't even know. I think I've, like, mentally blocked those out, like you said. Like, I definitely haven't deleted them. But in the realm of this, I do remember, like, a moment in time. And I think I was 19. And I've told this story on the podcast before. I My first love, the first, like, proper boyfriend that I had, he went to schoolies, cheated on me six times in seven days. I was heartbroken. You know, we broke up and I remember the moment. (laughs) It wasn't a drunk text, but it was, I mean, it was drunk text. It was drunk text. It was drunk calls. It was everything. So I was at the bowling alley with all of my friends. We were getting lit Yeah. and I was very drunk and I had broken up with him and I'd gone like no contact and I was just like, I'm cutting you out of my life. I'd been so strong. I was so proud of myself. And then I just like, you know, when you just have one drink too many and you just tip over to like drunk into like psychotic. (laughs) It's like those TikToks when it's like the girl's taking a sip of the drink and she's like, boyfriend thinks he's getting kinky me, but he's getting like Muhammad Ali me or something (laughs) like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like I literally had one drink too many and I was with my friends. I was extremely intoxicated And I remember thinking, it's a Friday night. This motherfucker (laughs) who's cheated on me and broken my heart is out because I think I could see that he was out on socials. And I think that was part of the the tipping process. That triggered you. The triggering, yeah, Yeah. the trigger. Um, And then I was like, he's going to be hooking up with other girls. He's probably going to be sleeping with other girls. And I... I'm actually ashamed to say this, but like, we're going to be honest. I started blowing up his phone with calls. I think I called him like at least 19 times. No answer? No, I think he did answer. And then I started yelling at him and he hung up on me. And then I proceeded to retry and call him. I think he could tell I was slurring to the maximum. I think I like... Poor bloke. What do you mean, poor bloke? He cheated on me six times in seven days. Yeah, yeah, dog for doing that. Yeah, he deserved everything that was coming to him. But like, 
at the same time, like, because I had been so strong, yeah. the whole, like, strong facade that I was putting on came crumbling down. And yeah. I was, like, messaging him, like, answer my calls, do this, do that. Anyway, there was a long... Call log of... Call log. <laughs> and messages. <laughs> and message log. Did you leave voicemails? No, thank God. <laughs> Fuck. The, the only thing worse than like drunk calling and drunk texting is drunk voicemails. That's like a whole new level. But anyway, I woke up the next day and I was mortified, like absolutely mortified. And the thing is, is I wasn't going to call him and apologize because I was like, I mean, you cheated on me. Fuck you. Like you've caused me so much trauma. Like my 19-year-old trusting yeah you know, wholesome self was completely destroyed by this guy. Yeah. And I became like this like crazy trust issued person who like, you know what I mean? Was a little unstable. So <laughs> I was like, fuck you, but also I'm not apologizing. You deserve that <laughs> fucking all those drunk messages. <laughs> Absolutely. You had it coming. I, the, I can't think of the most cringe drunk message I've ever sent, but I remember the most painful drunk messaging encounter I've ever had, right? Mm. So... I went out with my mates. Jen went out with her mates. This was a little while ago when I lived with my mates and she lived by herself. So, we've gone out. I've gone out. She's gone back home. She's like, I'm home. We're sending, you know, those fiery, those firing messages at each other. Like, I'm like, you better be ready. I'm coming in hot. You better get ready for this. It's it's going down when I get there. I just had a couple more shots of tequila. (laughs) I'm in the Uber coming. She's going to be quiet though. So, I'm like, you know, all right, she's getting ready. It's all happening now. She's in the shower, freshening up. And then I get there and I um, call her, no answer. Text her, no answer. Call her, no answer. And I'm out the front, really pissed, ready to go. I'm like, what's going on? Ring her doorbell, no answer. I'm calling her nonstop, throwing rocks at her window, literally like I'm out of a rom-com, trying to wake her up. I'm like, oi, Jen, Jen, get the door. I'm throwing all these rocks. Nothing's happening. I'm sitting there, I reckon, for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, you know what? I reckon she's either died, hopefully not, or passed out. <laughs> so, so I was like, Let's I, hope for the latter. Yeah, I'm like, I wasn't too annoyed. I was, I, no, I mean, I was quite annoyed. I was. So I was like, damn it, what am I going to do now? So I just got an Uber, went home. Luckily enough, it was when I was living with my mates. They were c- coincidentally still up playing NFL Madden. So I sat with them, had a couple of drinks with them. Um, and then she actually woke up. From her passed out state and I then called her back. At what time is this? 5 a.m. maybe. Wow. Fuck, that's a big night for both of you. Jesus Christ. And let's say I got there and we went to bed. We were both pretty tired. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened. Yeah, you're like, nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened at that point. We were both tired. big anticlimax. Yeah. So, but that was probably one of the most painful drunk encounters I've had over that's text. That's so annoying because yeah. you're like thinking – I'm about to get lucky yeah, and get then it the just f- is an absolute letdown. It was. But has a drunk text ever worked in your favour, Matt? Because I know like, you know, when we're younger, we send these like drunk texts and like try and hit it. Maybe if you were like too afraid to show your emotions to someone, then it ended up working out. Like, have do you have a situation like that? I only have the obvious when you've sent someone a drunk message when you've left and they've come picked you up and like yeah. you wouldn't have messaged them sober. I've. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got okay. heaps of them. None where I've shared my emotions, I don't think. Uh, Look, I think there's nothing wrong with a good drunk text. I yeah. think like if 
you're single, the other person's person is single. Like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, sometimes it does break down that barrier that we hold up so high. And like, sometimes we are scared to share our emotions. A lot of us have been hurt and yeah. like we have walls up. And sometimes when we're drunk, <laughs> the walls come down and we start seeing everything in like fairy tales. And it's sometimes nice to send one of those Drunks messages. And see what happens. As and I see s- what happens and roll the dice, you know. Play, play the roulette. If you're a serial drunks text messenger like I was myself and it's not getting you anywhere, mm. do we have some advice on how people can deal with that? Okay, Matt, look, let's talk about the ways to deal with the repercussions of drunk texts next. So you reckon people shouldn't act like me and just delete the messages and act like they never happened? What do, do you, you mean? that's a safe way to deal with your drunk texts? I mean, look, I... If they've not cheated on me multiple times, I think a good a little apology, sorry I was drunk, is a really good way to just like dissolve a lot of that anxiety instead yeah. of it being surrounded by that person. So if you were to ever see them out again, you're like, holy shit, I have sent them numerous drunk text messages and I'm super embarrassed. Like I think sometimes just a sorry I was really hammered is a good way to go about it. Or just to laugh it off. Yeah. Just be like, ha, 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 sorry, really drunk last night. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. Obviously, last night was big for me. Hope you had a good night. Yeah, how was your night? (laughs) By the way, still feel that way. (laughs) By the way, you're free on the weekend for a day. Yeah, by the way, I still feel like that. (laughs) Or, yeah, obviously, just do what I do. Just ignore it completely and act like it never happened. But like you said, those awkward run-ins will get awkward. It's a small world out there. You don't know when you're going to see them next. God forbid they're a work colleague or something (laughs) <laughs> it's just too much like yeah. that is that is way more anxiety inducing and i think the only thing worse than that is drunk texting an ex that's a whole new realm of drunk texting right yeah like what you did i've actually never drunk texted an ex i don't think because what do you, mean you don't think i don't think i have i like i said i've not that you can recall not that i oh i've one like blocked their numbers the other ones i don't really need to deal with like, yeah fair it's just it's not really But I guess people, yeah, they obviously have unresolved feelings and they'll just drunk call their ex and vent it all to them. Well, I have a story about one of my exes drunk texting me via Snapchat. So funnily enough, since we're on this, my first love and my first boyfriend, the one who cheated on me six times in seven days, we've heard a lot about him in this episode. this guy gets more airtime (laughs) than Michael at this point. (laughs) Well, he actually, so I was in a six-year relationship And three years into that relationship, I actually got a drunk text from him. Yeah. And it was on Snapchat, so he was being a bit dodgy. And it was a paragraph. And the paragraph basically was saying how much he loved me, how he can't believe I'm still in a relationship. He thought it was like a a thing that was going to pass and we'd get back together. And he was like telling me how like he – like I'm his first love – like I didn't obviously reply because I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Still salty five years later. God, you guys have had a lot of drunk text messaging to each other. Jeez. Well, I mean, when I was drunk texting him, it was a very it was very fresh. Like I was I was very fragile at that point. Mm. But this was like I was like very settled in living with another boyfriend when I got that message from him. Mm. So it was a bit out of the blue for me and I was a bit like 
taken aback because it was very unexpected. But look, Matt, let's talk about why exes drunk text us. All right. So one of the main ones would probably be they're looking for an ego boost. Mm. They might need someone that like, you know, you're an easy target if you're like an ex, you know, you're an easy target for them to pick up and try and get that affection from and those words of affirmation that make him feel good yeah and it's just getting that validation like obviously if you're in a relationship with that person there was a time where you were both in love you both would validate each other and sometimes when you're single and alone you do miss that validation so i think that's one of the main reasons why you might be getting a text from an ex they could also just have unresolved feelings like i said before like a drunk person hasn't like you know, they haven't worked through their feelings like as a sober person. So when they're drunk, all those emotions have come to the surface mm. and they're just ready to unload on you. Yeah. And I mean, I think the last reason why your ex is texting you is maybe they just want to get laid. Maybe they're like, the sex was really good. Should we have one last hurrah? <laughs> and maybe that's, that's just an easy way. And if you're up for it, <laughs> take it because, you know, the sex was good. Don't turn down good sex. Do you reckon that an ex is ever messaging you when they're drunk because they're wanting to get back together? Yeah, I reckon. But then they're drunk. But then is it true that like sober thoughts are a drunk voice? I don't know. I think sometimes yes and then in other times no. Yeah. I think it, those fleeting like one second thoughts that you might have and then if you're drunk you might hold on to it and be like let's send that I was about message, to say that. Like know? when you're drunk you get really obsessed over thoughts that when you're sober you probably wouldn't care about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I think – Sometimes people might hold on to drunk texts that get like if a guy was to message them and be like, oh, my God, you're the one. You're amazing. Like, you know, my ex said to me, you're the one that got away. If I held on to that, like. Well, I did say to Jen that I was obsessed with her and look, here we are. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe some truth in it. Maybe. Well, look, I think it's that time of the show that you guys have all been waiting for. Let's jump into Where's Our Head At? Okay, Matt. So Lily has said, I have been chatting to a guy and he usually texts me on a weekend around 10 till 11 p.m. when he has been drinking. Is he interested in me and just needs the confidence from drinking or is it just a late night booty call? Do you want to break it to Lily or do you want me to, Anna? Well, I mean, you can tell from a male perspective and then I'll give my opinion. He doesn't message you all week and then messages you then to meet up. Is that what how she means? It sounds like that. He usually texts me on the weekend. Yeah. You're a booty call, Lily. That does sound a bit booty call-ish. Although, I just want to say one thing. When Michael and I first met and we hadn't gone on a first date I did get a couple of like weekend messages from him like around nine o'clock or something and I think it was because I was on his mind so just because someone is giving you those booty call messages it doesn't necessarily have to be like doom and gloom it could mean like you know set your boundary and be like take me on a date that's what I said I was like yeah, I'm busy tonight, but, like, you can take me on a date during the week if you're free. And maybe he's just not a really a good chat. He doesn't have good chats. And when he's been drinking, that's when he feel like he does. And he's actually got, like she said, the confidence to message. Yeah. But from me, my personal opinion, 10 to 11's late. It's probably a booty call. Yeah, but, like, call. It, it doesn't mean it's the end is it's what a, we're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. maybe ask him, yeah, just take you on a, a date during the week and see how he is. 
see. Or just message him during the week and see if he replies. If he leaves you on scene. Then you know where you stand. Probably dump his ass. (laughs) Yeah, don't talk to him again. Okay, so Claire has said, I always send the most embarrassing drunk messages on a night out and have anxiety the next day, waiting for people to either respond or laugh it off. How can I stop self-sabotaging like this? Um, Turn your plane onto airplane mode, I reckon, while you're out. (laughs) There should be, you know what, (laughs) there actually should be, like, you know how it's got all those settings on your phone, like DND, like, you know, sleep, work, all that sort of stuff. There should be one that's like- Don't text your ex. Well, yeah, yeah, that, like, (laughs) drinking mode and it, like- it filters your messages for you. And that would be it, so good. It, why hasn't Apple thought of that? Imagine you go, all right, I'm going out, because, I'm getting pissed. Because think about it, if you're drunk, drunk enough, you'll be like, fucking let's turn this shit off. But you have to fully, there's a full like step by step. You'd to probably it. do it if you're drunk. You'd be like, let's go through the process. Yeah, let's go through the process. Yeah. But that would be unreal. So it actually warns you or it holds that message <laughs> till the next day and then you get to send the message. Because I yeah that's that'd be nice if it did that but if yeah. another way would probably just be I don't know because it, it's who's she messaging it's not like she's messaging a single person she's messaging a bunch of people look Claire we've all been there we've all sent drunk text messages and look I think it's a way that you deal with it the next day just laugh it off and I don't know like I think I got to a point where I would send a few drunk text messages here and there. But then you just have to develop that self-control where you're like, I don't care what time it is. I don't care if I'm alone. I refuse to text someone and just start building up that self-control. Like, obviously, it's not foolproof. Sometimes, you know, depending on how drunk you get, people slip through the cracks and you accidentally send that risque message. But in general, I think it's just about, you know. Maybe block people that you don't want to send the messages to. Maybe like, like, you, can't, you can't block everyone. But like the ones where it's really going to fuck your life up, you know, yeah. like your ex or your, your person you're chatting to at the time, I guess. I remember my ex who I used to drunk text a lot. I literally changed his name on my phone to do not message. And it, then there was like the big cross, you know, the emoji cross. Yeah. And then like I had a red flag as well. That doesn't always work. <laughs> my best friend and old roommate, Joseph, He's now dating his boss's daughter, Mal. So, you've met them. Yeah. She is still saved in his phone. It's don't be stupid. <laughs> so That's unreal. Yeah. So, he saved her as don't be stupid. So, when he got drunk, do not message her because it's his boss's daughter. Far out. Now, they're dating. and Because I remember I was sitting with him on the now, couch. Now, he's about to um, inherit that company. Yeah, literally. Yeah. He's, yeah. So, I literally sitting on the couch and his phone popped up. It was like, don't be stupid. And I was like, who the fuck's messaging you? Don't be stupid. And he goes, it's Mal. It That's was, hilarious that he's kept it. Yeah. I love that. It does, yeah. So <laughs> that might work for some people, but for him, it didn't work. Yeah. But <laughs> good luck to you. We know how challenging it can be. Yeah. Just own them. I just, you know what? Just own them. And yeah. Delete them. Cut them out of your life. Act like they never happened. Or <laughs> either one works. L- live in fantasy land yes. like Matthew. <laughs> Okay, that's all we've got time for today. Make sure you follow our Facebook page. We are keeping you guys up to date with episodes. You guys are getting way more involved in the process and we are loving seeing our Facebook group expand. Make sure you follow us on socials. That's Where's Your Head At Pod. 
And make sure you give us a five-star review on iTunes, on Apple Music, on Spotify, wherever you listen to our show. Um, And thank you for sharing with your friends. Guys, we really appreciate you. We love our growing and expanding family. And until next time. Bye. Love you.